if you're like me, you've dreamt of becoming an accomplished musician and the satisfaction it can bring you. But there's hidden traps in the path to creating a musician's dream sound placed by ill-informed tutors and some online and real-world educators. We are forced to answer hard questions like how to grow as amateur musicians using time learning our craft intelligently, or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars. Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host Sylvia and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, hope you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is May of 2021. Now, in the last number of episodes, I have referenced that we're in this time of year that we're heading into the exam period for many music students. And given that my work as a music tutor has been working at the grassroots level with students of all standards and types and age groups. Generally speaking, what I see that can happen is after a year's full of effort, learning three pieces and much more besides, that slips and slides can come in their playing of music. Now, I'm a pianist, so this is what I reference, and I'm sure it may happen with other instrumentalists also. So, for example, a music student might be playing this piece and maybe two weeks ago they came into the lesson and they played it perfectly. Two weeks later, with more time to go in the lead into the exam, suddenly all these slips and slides and kind of misplaced expression and misplaced notes on occasion happen. And the student has done everything in their power to get the piece right. So what's the problem? Before I answer the question, I want you to take a listen to this piece of music and then I'll answer the question of how to fix this problem and what the problem is. See, do you know this piece of music? It's a very well-known piece of music.
This is a piece of music by a well-known pianist in his day called Franz Liszt, a Hungarian composer. And this is probably one of his most famous pieces called Love's Dream. Now, the amazing thing about Franz Liszt was, firstly, he was, just to give you a bit of history about him, he was born in October of 1811 and he died in July of 1886. He was probably the first virtuoso pianist within that romantic period. He was a conductor, he was a music teacher, an arranger, he was also an organist of the Romantic era. And he is widely regarded as one of the greatest pianists of all time. There's a famous story surrounding Franz Liszt where he was staying with a family prior to perform, uh, performing at a concert. And one of the children in the house noticed how slow he was playing a particular piece of music. And she went back to her parents and she said, my goodness, this famous pianist, he's playing so slowly and he's known for this fast, virtuoso style playing. And it transpired that when he was asked about this habit of his when he was practicing is that he was using a lot of slow practice to ensure that when he would go to the performance stage, that everything he would play would be pristine. And this is the little nugget of gold for students and musicians of all kinds. When you're heading into an exam period or you're heading into some form of performance, the usual habit that I see students getting into is they play their pieces at full speed all the time. And I plead with them, practice slowly. This is the saving grace of ensuring that all that finite detail is maintained. And maybe every once or twice or three times a week or something, you might bring it up to speed and record yourself playing it at speed to make sure that it's all sounding really correctly. And that is how you manage the lead into an exam, because sometimes what can happen is the student is ready, but the exam mightn't happen for maybe two or three weeks. And in that period of time, problems can arise trying to keep it held together. Do you remember the Aesop's fable that talks about a turtle and a rabbit and they're on a race to win? And the turtle stays plodding along slowly and steadily and he wins. Whereas the rabbit takes a rest in the middle and he thinks, ah, oh, no problem. I'll get to the end with no problem of success. And he takes a rest and then he gallops and he takes a rest and he gallops. But the turtle is slow and steady and he wins the race. And I think there's a lesson in that, that slow and steady definitely wins the race in terms of maintaining your musical pieces ahead of exam performances or even for concert performances as well. And there should also be a period in your practice as a student that when you come to your instrument that you should loosen up your hands, for example. I'm, of course, as I say, I'm a pianist and I refer to that. But in the practicing sessions leading into the exam that maybe you might do some churny exercises, the 101 exercises by churny. And for other instruments, I'm sure there are loads of material there for that purpose. And use that as kind of a distraction to take your hands away from playing habitually the same music all the time. So Franz Liszt is an extremely interesting individual. He was probably the first celebrity pianist that um, 
people recognized as a new form of music at the time. And ever since then, we have this idea or knowing about virtuoso pianists and the amazing skill that they have. But remember, that skill doesn't come easy. That skill begins perhaps when you are a little child and you end up practicing potentially five hours a day. And I've heard stories of concert pianists and the kind of work they go through to achieve such astounding skill. It doesn't happen just by dreaming about it. Again, it comes back to my mantra. You need to go all in. You can't step back, but you have to go all in and use different techniques and tricks and tips to help you achieve the success you're looking for. So if you are in the lead into an exam or a concert performance of some kind and you're a novice or a beginner or intermediate student, hold on to the idea of playing your pieces slowly more often than you play them at full speed. And when you play them at full speed, record yourself on a device so as you can listen back to make sure that those finite details are being adhered to. Now, I hope that helps you in your preparations. Have a great day and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Many have come up to me and asked, Sylvia, let me ask you a question. I've started learning music, but I am stuck. I can't get the sound I dream of. I've spent time and a lot of cash. I'm so frustrated. Or a parent has often asked me, I have a child who is not getting the results that we expected. I've invested a lot of dollars in music tutors and musical equipment. I'm so unsure, what can I do? My answer? Sign up for a free webinar at musicsecretsexposed.com where I'll walk you through what you can do to get you or your child on the best musical path right away. My greatest joy is to save you heartache and frustration and replace it with the best musical version of you. Don't delay, capacity is limited. Open a tab and let's get you started at musicsecretsexposed.com.